Have you ever conducted a SWOT analysis of your career? It's a common tool used by professionals in a variety of industries, and you can apply it to any aspect of your life, including your nursing career. On this episode of the Nurse Keith Show, let's dig deep into a SWOT analysis of your nursing career, what you want out of your career, and how to use the SWOT analysis to your greatest advantage. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 57 of the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being here. There's definitely going to be some stuff in the show notes you're going to want to check out. So head over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 57 to follow along or to read through the SWOT analysis questions after you've listened to the episode. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm always here to share some education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction in your life and in your nursing career. This episode of the Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by American Sentinel University, my friends up in the Denver metropolitan area. They're a leading online university accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission. I'm super grateful to American Sentinel for their support. And if you want to learn more, head over to americansentinel.edu forward slash Nurse Keith. Anyway, like I've said, the Nurse Keith Show has reached listeners on six continents. I want to list for you the 10 countries where the top listeners are at this point in time in 2016. The top countries with listeners of the Nurse Keith Show are the United States and Canada, the United Kingdom, France, China, the Philippines, Slovakia, Australia, Germany, and Japan. So, of course, three English-speaking countries are the top three, and that makes total sense. But I welcome my listeners from Europe and from Asia and from down under in Australia. Please share this with other folks in other countries. I would love to have more people tuning in, and I'd love to hear what's happening for you all in terms of your nursing careers over there in Asia, Europe, Australia, and even in Africa, I would love to know what's happening on every continent in terms of nursing. As always, I'm a member of the ProBend Network of Healthcare Podcasters at ProBendNetwork.com and the Pulse Media Network, along with RNFM Radio, The Innovative Nurse Show, and Your Next Shift with Elizabeth Scala. Find me over on iTunes and, of course, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And, you know, I'm having lots of fun over on Instagram. I really want you to come over and check it out. I'm at Nurse Keith Coaching on Instagram. And if you're over there, please give me a shout out. Use the at Nurse Keith Coaching tag and let me know that you're following. I would love to interact with you there. Anyway... The show notes again are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 57. Let's dig into today's topic. So like I said in the intro, a SWOT analysis is used by professionals in many, many different milieus, and you can use a SWOT analysis for many aspects of your life. So SWOT stands for S- strengths, W, weaknesses, O, opportunities, and T, threats. And when you're conducting a SWOT analysis of your nursing career, 
or your work style or your lifestyle. There are various ways to go about it, but the most important thing is to utilize all four of those aspects of the SWOT analysis because it's an important, let's say, 360-degree view of your career. So when you look at your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, it helps you assess various things happening, the various energies running through your career or your life, and then helps you assess which ones are the ones you want to leverage, which ones need your attention, and which aren't necessarily as important to you in this moment. So this provides you with valuable, valuable data mining that you can do about your own life. It'll also help you look at your personality, look at things you need to change, or maybe things that are really working for you. So the SWOT analysis is not the be-all and end-all. Just like any personality assessment or personality test isn't a be-all and end-all. It's just a tool. It's one more tool to use, and you can utilize it anytime you want. So in a SWOT analysis, you're using it to identify first the strengths that you possess. So let's say that we're looking at your job and the place where you are in your career. So when we look at strengths, first we want to look at what's working because that's a strength. What's working for you in terms of your career? Where do your strengths lie? So you might say to me, well, I'm an excellent clinician. I have really keen assessment skills, I have really good communication skills, and I work really well as part of a team. That's great. That gives us a lot to work with. We also want to look in terms of your strengths, where can you actually toot your own horn? Say you're applying for jobs, or maybe you're applying for a grant, or maybe you want a promotion at your job. Your strength is where you're going to find the places where you can actually call yourself out on the things that you're doing right. These are the things you can share with a potential employer or your supervisor or manager about what's going well, what you're bringing to the table. These strengths are important. You need to recognize them. And if you're in the job market, you need to be able to talk about them clearly and not feel like you're just boasting but you're actually just talking very plainly and concisely and clearly about what's so awesome about you. So when you're looking at those strengths, you want to look at how you can own them. And when I mean own them, I mean, how can you internalize them and really be able to talk about them from a place of authenticity? For some people, this is very hard. Maybe you come from a family or ethnic or cultural background where People just don't talk about themselves, where any kind of positive self-talk is seen as boasting. So if that's the case, this is something you'll definitely need to overcome so that we're, when you're sitting in an interview, when you're asking to meet with your manager to ask for a raise or a promotion, you can paint a picture of what makes you special. Where are you firing on all cylinders in your career what is really making things tick for you, and how are you bringing that value to the table? Also, in terms of networking, looking for jobs, or also if you have a business, if you're a nurse entrepreneur out there, 
What's the power behind your personal brand? This is a strength too. If you're doing this kind of review of your business, you want to look at what are the things that my business brings to the table? What kind of value does it deliver to my clients or my colleagues to the target audience or niche? This is something important to evaluate for yourself and you need to get consistently more and more comfortable being able to talk about it with a straight face, feeling okay about talking about how valuable you are in the ways that you are valuable. Now let's move on to weaknesses. For some of us, it's actually easier to talk about our weaknesses than our strengths. And that's kind of sad, but like I said, there may be cultural or family or ethnic issues or ways that you learned throughout your life or messages you were fed as a child that makes it easier to call yourself out for what you do poorly than what you do well. For those of you who've listened to me before, you might know I don't like the term weakness that much and the terms failure because it comes up in interviews a lot and these types of terms can really throw people off. Like you're sitting in a job interview and they say, so Keith, tell us about your weaknesses as a clinician. And I really don't like that type of language, especially in that sort of context. But for a SWOT analysis, we're going to go for it because it works. So your weaknesses aren't places where you're falling flat on your face necessarily. It's what are the areas where you need to improve? Maybe you're a relatively novice nurse and you know that your assessment skills may be neuroassessment. That's an area that's a weakness for you. You're not quite confident in your skills in that particular area of physical assessment. What are your limitations? Are you inexperienced with central lines? Have you not been able to have the experience of caring for a particular type of dressing? Are you technologically a little bit, let's say, weak? Are there areas where like documenting on an EMR is really hard for you? Or does your workplace use some sort of project management software like Slack, for instance, and you just can't get the hang of it? That might be seen and you might feel it to be a weakness on your part. Other areas of quote-unquote weakness are activities you engage in, maybe at work, maybe outside of work, that conflict with your natural style. Maybe you're a natural leader, but in the context of your current workplace, your leadership isn't coming to the fore because you're feeling fear. You're feeling fear of being seen as pushy or assertive or aggressive. You don't want to be labeled negatively. So your weakness is that perhaps you're just not bringing your A-game to the table out of concern with what other people will think of you. Also think about what do other people see as your weaknesses? Are those realistic? Are they not realistic? Are they seeing you through a certain type of lens that isn't fair or justified? What types of responsibilities, what types of tasks do you dread? Do you dread having to go to the CNAs or the home health aides and tell them that they're not doing a particular task correctly? Is delegation really hard for you? Or is having to be critical, constructively critical of another colleague, maybe going to your direct reports and offering them feedback? Maybe that's really hard for you. 
Meanwhile, a weakness can be a strength incognito. Maybe that weakness, quote unquote, is telling you that maybe this area where you're working, maybe even this particular type of nursing you're doing doesn't really fit with your personality. So if there are areas in your particular clinical milieu where you feel like you just can't get the hang of it, where it doesn't work for you, maybe it will lead you to realize that maybe it's not a weakness. Maybe it's a sign that you need to move on. Maybe another specialty, maybe another area of nursing practice is where you need to head. Maybe you need to leave the bedside altogether, become a researcher or open a business. So these weaknesses are sometimes keys. They're keys to a door to more opportunities. So they're not just things you need to fix necessarily. They might be things you just need to pay attention to. So before we move on to opportunities and threats and we wrap up this particular episode, I want to take another moment to thank our sponsor, the very good folks over at American Sentinel University. They're a fully accredited online university and they offer a variety of courses related to nursing and healthcare. They have an RN to BSN. This is all online, folks. And they also have five MSN programs, including informatics, case management, nursing education, nursing management, and infection prevention and control. They also have an RN to BSN MS program where RNs can actually blast right through a bachelor's to a master's. And they have two tracks for any of you who want to pursue a doctorate of nursing practice. They also have a certificate in infection prevention and control. So your workplace can send you to American Sentinel to get this certificate in infection prevention and bring those skills and that knowledge back to the workplace. So if you want to learn more about American Sentinel, please head over to americansentinel.edu forward slash nurse Keith. Talk to one of their academic advisors. I highly recommend you head over there if you're thinking about going back to school. And go over to their Facebook page or find them on Twitter and thank them for sponsoring the Nurse Keith Show. I'd really appreciate that, as would they. So now back to the SWOT analysis, let's look at opportunities. Let's first examine your strengths. Remember those strengths we talked about just a few short minutes ago? How can you take some of those strengths and turn them into opportunities? What are the strengths, like let's say leadership? How can you turn that into a responsibility or an opportunity that will bring you further and more deeply into your career? Maybe you found that you're a natural leader and maybe you can use that strength to apply for another position or to apply for a promotion that will allow you to exercise those leadership skills. So do you have knowledge or experience that you need to gain that would actually address some of the weaknesses that you've identified? So for instance, going to American Sentinel and getting that certification in infection prevention and control, would that give you a leg up in your career and allow you to do something to turn a weakness into a strength and do something new in your career, for instance. Or maybe for opportunities, is there a peer 
Maybe there's someone in your workplace who you can ask to be your mentor, officially or unofficially. That's an opportunity. Is there someone you need to talk to? Is there someone you need to get into your corner so that they can help elevate you and push you or hold you accountable for what you want to accomplish? So consider this, friends. Are you a wide open book? Are you open to the opportunities that are right in front of your nose? And are you open to the opportunities that present themselves on a day-to-day basis? Are you willing to see the opportunities that if you're wearing a different lens, you might not be able to see them at all? So what opportunities are out there that you're missing that are maybe right there in front of your face? And what opportunities are there that you just need to give them a nudge for them to come to fruition, like asking that amazing nurse manager to be your mentor, to be your accountability partner. So there's another opportunity here. Let's say you're in clinical practice and people say, well, they're talking about a particular way that things are done. And they say, that's the way it's always been done. And that can really hold us back. And that can be seen as a weakness of an organization. If there's a culture in which The way things have always been done is the ways they will continue to be done. However, if you're able to seize that opportunity and say, you know what, why are things done this way? Why can't we do it this way? Is there evidence for us to do it differently? Remember, when you seize these opportunities, I've mentioned this before and you've heard me say it, or maybe you've never heard me say it before. When you're involved in something that affords you the opportunity to document your expertise, to document your leadership or quantifiable or qualifiable outcomes from what you've done, go for it. It's an opportunity to get something down in writing, to get something recorded that you can then use later on to advance your career. So opportunities are everywhere And you need to be able to see them. You need to be open to them because otherwise it's not going to happen. So finally, we've been through strengths, weaknesses, opportunities. Now I want to talk about threats. There are trends happening out there that can threaten your career. Perhaps you have an associate degree and you're noticing that the jobs you want are closed to you unless you get a bachelor's degree. I'm not saying this is right, but I am saying it is happening out there. It is the reality. So is the trend towards closing doors to associate degree nurses hurting you? Is it a threat? And you need to seize the opportunity and get that bachelor's degree so you have more opportunities. Now, If you have weaknesses, like maybe let's say you are very vulnerable to several bullies on your unit or in your workplace, is that vulnerability to those bullies hurting you? Is it a threat to your career? Is it a threat to your well-being? Is it a threat to your peace of mind? Now also, sometimes... The threat is actually our inability to look deeply at ourselves. Is there something blocking you from taking a deep look at your life, your work style, your lifestyle, your marriage, your relationships, your friends, whatever it is, are you blocked to seeing that things need to change? Are you gaining weight? 
Are you smoking again? Are you drinking too much? Are you not getting enough sleep? These are threats to your career because if your health goes, your career may go with it. It may very well be damaged because your ability to fulfill the responsibilities of your career has been damaged. Does that make sense? So threats come in many, many guises. Threats can be financial. Threats can be emotional. Threats can be related to family and friendships. Threats can be related to the environment. Is your home threatened by flood because you live in a floodplain and you're threatened financially because your home keeps getting damaged by giant storms? Are your children threatened by bullies at school or are the schools in your district, in the town where you live, are they getting worse? And is that a threat to your family's well-being? There's many, many different aspects of threat. And the secret to threats is within the threat to see an opportunity for change. And if you can see the opportunity for change and you can actually operationalize that opportunity for change, you're heading in the right direction. So remember, threats are not set in stone. Sometimes we may need to leave a workplace, leave a marriage, do something radical to remove a threat. But sometimes we can confront a threat head on and we can change it through inspired action. If we're threatened by doors closing to ADNs, we can change that threat by getting our bachelor's degree. So think about it. What are the threats to your career your well-being, your health, your family, your community, et cetera? And what inspired actions can you take to turn those threats around? So there's so much more that I could talk about in terms of the SWOT analysis. And what I want to recommend that you do is you go to the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 57. Look at the questions that I've listed there under strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats and write them out for yourself in terms of your responses. If you'd like me to send you a little SWOT analysis worksheet, just email me at keith at nursekeith.com and I will email you a PDF or a Word doc of that SWOT analysis worksheet where it's all written out for you and it's in a nice format that you can just fill out. But if you don't want to do that, just look at the questions here and you can even write out your own questions for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Anyway, folks, I hope you can apply the SWOT analysis to some aspect of your life. It can be your nursing career. It can be your education. You can apply it to your family, your marriage, your social life, your physical and mental well-being, your spiritual health. The SWOT analysis can be used in any way you like. You can use it in the most creative manner that works for you. And if you think about any aspect of your life using the SWOT acronym and using some of these basic questions, it can really help you come to a greater place of clarity, knowing what changes need to be made and knowing what opportunities you need to seize hold of, carpe diem, so that you can make something new happen in your life or in your career. And if you want to talk to me about this or do a little quick and dirty SWOT analysis on the phone with me, please let me know. Email me at keith at nursekeith.com or hit me up on social media and we can have a 30-minute chat 
about some aspect of your life that you'd like to do a guided SWOT analysis on. That's my offer to the listeners of this particular episode. So I want to just shout out to Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. He very skillfully edits and produces these episodes, and I'm super grateful to him for his help. Social media and promotion are expertly handled by Mark Cappiespeason. Thank you so much, Mark, for all your help. Consider leaving a review of the Nurse Keith Show over on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. And I want you to continue to be well. I want you to dig deep. I want you to keep in touch. And I want you to keep coming back to the Nurse Keith Show because I want to keep inspiring you to move forward in your career. So again, stay positive care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career every day, and tune in again to the Nurse Keith Show as we continue to explore nurses, nursing, healthcare, and having the most satisfying lives and careers possible. Adios till next time, folks. 